welcome to the Moving Markets podcast on Wednesday, the 7th of June, with me, Bernadette Anderko. On the show today, we'll find out why our analysts still favour IT stocks. But first, I'm joined by Lucia Cecilovic to review what's been moving markets in the last 24 hours. Good morning, Lucia. Good morning, Bernadette. So, Lucia, when I look at the news on the way in today, uh, it felt like the headlines were dominated by Asia stock markets and uh, talk of stimulus. So perhaps we could start with Asia today. I see that Chinese authorities have asked the nation's biggest banks to lower their deposit rates for at least the second time in less than a year. How have the markets reacted to this news? So market participants believe that cutting deposit rates could provide incentive and capacity to banks for more credit support. It could also mean a reduced chance of policy rate cuts in the near term. Hong Kong listed stocks rallied on hopes for stimulus and the city's Hang Seng index advanced towards the highest close in more than two weeks and the market's tech measure jumped almost twice as much. Yeah, and as I mentioned, we've got lots of Asia headlines. I, I see that China's trade data has missed forecasts with exports tumbling 7.5% year on year and imports have seen a fall of 4.5% year on year. But there's also some geopolitical news that's been driving Chinese markets today, isn't there? Yes, there are reports that US Secretary of State Antony Blinken is planning to visit China in the coming weeks for talks with top officials. You may recall that Blinken had planned to visit Beijing in February, but cancelled the trip after the US shot down a Chinese balloon that was flying over the US. News of the visit is therefore being well received by the market as it could restore some normalcy to the troubled relationship between the world's two largest nations. Okay, good news there. Then uh, turning our attention away from China to the US, the S&P 500 notched its highest closing level of 2023 yesterday. Can you shed some more light on that for us? Sure. So seven major S&P sectors finished yesterday's session with gains. The financial sector was up 1.3%, led by regional bank stocks. In fact, the KBW Regional Bank Index was up more than 5%. So it was interesting to see some rotation into financial shares yesterday, which suggested that the breadth of the S&P 500's recent rally might extend beyond technology soon. US futures are flat this morning, trading mixed around the zero line. And as for treasuries, yields were steady across tenors after a treasury bill auction announcement weighed on short-dated US bonds yesterday. And any news on Europe? So European stocks closed nicely in the green yesterday, and they are expected to open higher this morning. Okay, um, so let's move on to commodities, shall we? Um, I see gold's little change this morning, but perhaps you can tell us a bit more about the oil price. Yes, so oil prices have fallen amid ongoing concerns about the demand outlook. Today, this is mainly due to the sluggish Chinese recovery. But the US has also said that its oil consumption will grow at half the rate this year compared to 2022 due to declining diesel use. Other commodities news involve wheat. The price of wheat jumped after Ukraine said that Russian forces had blown up a huge dam in the south of the country. Okay, and um, finally, I think we've just both seen on the news wires that uh, German industrial production data has been published. So I'd like to let listeners know that's coming at 1.6% year on year. Um, what other data can we expect for today, Lucia? In Europe, investors will look out for the Swiss FX reserves as well as data including France's trade balance, Italy's retail sales and Greece's GDP. Then we will have the OECD releasing its global economic outlook, and we will also get U.S. trade and consumer credit data later today. 
But perhaps the biggest item on today's agenda is the rate decision by the Bank of Canada, which is expected at four o'clock this afternoon, Swiss time. Okay, we'll look forward to that then. Thank you very much for the update, Lucia. So now we're turning to the part of the show where I can turn to one of our research experts. And today I'm joined by Mathieu Rachete. Good morning, Mathieu. Good morning, Benedette. So you're joining us from the equity strategy team today to talk about technology stocks. They've been at the forefront of the equity rally thus far in 2023, and one might have expected them to run out of steam by now, but that seems not to be the case. Perhaps you can explain that for us. Sure. Um, so, you know, given the slowdown in economic growth that we're seeing and this rise in recession risks, investors have really shifted from value and cyclical exposed stocks towards quality growth names, even to an extent that some of the mega cap names have been responsible for most of the positive performance so far this year for the SP 500. But, you know, despite this outperformance, we continue to believe that this part of the economic cycle still favors quality growth stock. Um, but one of the biggest pushbacks we usually receive from clients is on valuations. You know that the IT sector is uh, by now very expensively valued compared to history, which is true if you look at the overall index. But what most investors forget is that the composition of the IT index has changed quite drastically over the past years. Okay, so you say the the composition has changed drastically. Perhaps you could tell us what's changed. <laughs> sure, you know, to be more specific, the weights of the subsectors in the overall IT index have changed over the years. So, for instance, if if you go back twenty years, um, back then the IT index was still dominated by hardware companies, which made up roughly fifty percent of the index, so half of the index. And hardware is usually more sensitive towards the economic cycle. Then if you look at software, on the other hand, uh, which benefits from more defensive uh, characteristics, um, back then the weight of software was roughly 30%. Fast forward to today, the opposite is actually true. So software makes up uh, half of the index, while the weight of hardware has decreased from 50% to 30%. In addition to that, also the weight of semiconductors has increased over the years to 20% as of June 2023. So this increase in software and semiconductors, what does that mean for investors? This means that, uh, you know, especially because of this um, increase in the software sector weight, um, this means that the IT sector has gotten more defensive and of high quality over the years. And that's also why we believe any comparison in terms of valuations with the past should be really taken with a grain of salt. So the bottom line here is that yes, the IT sector is trading at valuation multiples above the long-term historical average, but given the change in index composition towards more defensive and higher quality names, the valuation opinion seems to be justified. Okay, Mathieu, thank you. Um, perhaps you could let us know then what your preference is within the IT sector. Sure. So we continue to favor software companies, uh, which currently also show the best earnings momentum trends across the different subsectors, and they're also less exposed to the economic slowdown. Um, we actually also like the semiconductor space, which recently received a big boost from the AI team um, in terms of higher demand. And then our least preferred subsector is hardware, as many companies uh, within the subsectors are overly exposed to the economic slowdown. Mathieu, thank you so much for joining us today and giving us your reasons why you still like the IT sector. Well, that concludes today's podcast. Thank you for joining us. Please tune in again tomorrow when Helen Freer will be back to talk to our guests about what's moving markets. And meanwhile, if you enjoyed today's show, please leave us a review on whichever platform you like to listen on. We'd love to hear your feedback. Good luck today and goodbye for now. 
The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. Beyond Markets is a weekly podcast where Julius Bear experts and external speakers discuss some of the latest market developments. They share their key research and insights on today's ever-changing economic landscape and present practical advice. Search for Beyond Markets on your favourite podcast player.